Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. It's amazing how the New Testament will upset so much church th- theology, religious thinking. He said, just like it said in Mark 6, 5, I looked that up to be sure that's in there, and I read New Testament around fifth time. You know, in a way you sort of, you remember, something like that is in there, all right? There's something like that there. And he said, that's the way Jesus said to me, I could there do no mighty work. Didn't say I wouldn't, said I couldn't. Didn't say I wouldn't, said I couldn't. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We've got to tell you, it's great to know you're listening. Thank you. Today, we're continuing Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Doing the Works of Jesus. We know you're being inspired by the love and compassion of Jesus. Who wouldn't be? He's our perfect example of being a people person. We'll get right into today's message, and afterward, I'll tell you about one of this month's two offers just for you. Here's Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan. Mark 6, 5, it says, and he could there do no mighty work. It didn't say Jesus wouldn't, he couldn't. I remember the first time that came to me, you can read the Bible and read the Bible and never really see what's in there, unless the Spirit of God brings it to your attention. You know, I prided myself, and I just quit after I saw I was so ignorant. <laughs> you know, reading the New Testament through 150 times, and a portion of it more than that, you see. And then the Spirit of God, or by revelation, either by the Spirit of God or, or Jesus on this occasion, spoke to me. You know, I, I was quite uh, downcast, not discouraged. I've never been discouraged in my life. Because I, after that the Lord had appeared to me there in 1950 in that first visit for nine months, up till May, see that was first part of September 1950, up till May of 1951, I just had phenomenal success of getting people healed. One meeting, 90% of the people that we laid hands on was healed, 90, think about that, 9 out of 10 got healed, every one of them. And, and ordinarily, 50 or 60%, that was, a, that was just a common percentage. Well, really around, nobody else having that kind of success. And so, here I come to this particular church, and they wasn't one out of 10 getting healed, about 10%, about 10%. Well, I began to fast and pray about that because I'd been having for those nine months such, such phenomenal success until I just, you know, I, I, I began to pray and fast and pray. Lord, what's wrong here? And by the Holy Spirit, you see, the Lord spoke to me. And he said, now, uh, there's no use you being upset. At least you're doing as well here as I did in my own hometown. <laughs> Amen. I mean, he said, the servant's not above his master. Well, I said, what are you? I didn't know what he's talking about, you know. I mean, you know, here, here, read the New Testament to 150 times, you know. He said, well, just like I said, I could in my own hometown do no mighty work. Well, I argued with him about that, you know, because that, that upset my theology. It's amazing how Jesus will upset people's theology. It's amazing how the New Testament will upset so much church th- theology, religious thinking. He said, just like it said in Mark 6, 5, 
I looked that up to be sure that was in there, and I read New Testament through on fifth time. You know, in a way, you sort of, you remember, something like that is in there, all right. There's something like that there. And he said, that's the way Jesus said to me, I could there do no mighty work. Didn't say I wouldn't, said I couldn't. Didn't say I wouldn't, said I couldn't. Now, here's the way Jesus played me. He said, I didn't have any manifestation. He said, no mighty work. I had no manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit there. And so I couldn't produce it unless the Holy Ghost was there to manifest himself. However, he said, I did get a few people healed by laying on hands. And you know, that's what it said. He could there do no mighty work, save you laid his hands on, you read it there, save you laid his hands on a few sick folk. And then the Lord said to me, you see, the few that did get healed didn't have much wrong with them. I looked that up, you know, in the Concordance, actually, uh, W.E. Vines, Expository Dictionary, New Testament Word. And the Greek actually says he laid his hands on a few people with minor ailments. So under the ministry of Jesus in his hometown of Nazareth, there's only a few that got healed and a few that did get healed and how much wrong with them only had minor ailments. Now here's what I want to get to, see. Well, why? Why, why, why didn't he? Well, you see, if the manifestation of the Spirit is there, glory to God for it, let's just go ahead and yield to it. But I can't produce it. Jesus couldn't produce it. It is as the Spirit wills. That's the reason we have to pray for those things. See what I mean? You see, if we could just do it myself, if any preacher anywhere could just carry gifts of the Spirit around his pocket, you know, just use them when he wanted to, he wouldn't have to pray, would he? Would he? No. No, he'd just do it entirely with his prayer life. He wouldn't have to pray at all. But that's the reason you have to pray. And then if you had any experience at all, if you've ever been used in any of these gifts, you'll know this, the more you will pray and the more you're able to isolate yourself and give yourself to the Lord, the, the more manifestation you'll have. Now that's the reason that I always, when I was on the field in field ministry, had more manifestation of those things because I could give a certain amount of the day, hours actually, of just shutting myself in with the Lord, you see, waiting on Him. And when I did, then I had more manifestation. Now, when I'm around here, I have things to do in the office and so on and so forth. And, you know, that's the reason we'll have a limited. Are you following me? But now then, Jesus here had no manifestation. What if you don't have any manifestations of the Spirit, which you may not? You may not. I can't tell you whether you will or whether you won't. Because, see, the Bible said, Paul writing to the church. Now, remember, he's not writing a letter to John Smith, a member of the church at Corinth. He's not writing a letter to Susie Jones or Mary Jones, a member of the church of Christ. He's writing a letter to the whole church, isn't he? Isn't he? Now he says, for to one is given the word of wisdom. To another, see he didn't say to the same one. To another, the word of knowledge. To another, see, to another, see, as the Spirit wills. Our, our thinking has been fuzzy. Is that a good word? In this area of gifts of the Spirit, it's really been a detriment to us. But when we can really see what the Bible's saying, then we can wait on God, hallelujah. But now, what if there isn't any manifestation? What are you going to do? Well, what did Jesus do? Praise God, what did he do? Let's, let's look again there in Mark 6. You got your Bible open there, Mark 6, 5. He could there do no mighty work, Save he laid his hands 
on a few, few, few. Like I said, the Greek says, lays hands on a few folk with minor ailments. Well, now first, why could he there do no mighty work? All right, the beginning of the sixth verse says what? Somebody tell me. What? And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then you see, if he's going to help them, what's he going to have to do? He's going to have to do something about their unbelief, isn't he? Well, how are you going to help people's unbelief? Well, how did he help it? What did he do? What does it say? He went around about the villages teaching, teaching, teaching. You remember what the Bible said later on? Paul said, so then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Now you see, like from the fifth chapter of John, which is an illustration or a demonstration of the sovereignty of God, and Jesus ministering to the one man is an illustration of manifestation of the Spirit, word of knowledge first. He knew that the man had been that way. How did he know it? By the Spirit of God. He knew the man had been that way for a long time, he said. And then gifts of healing was manifested to him. Why didn't he tell all of them to get up and take off? Because evidently the Spirit didn't tell him to. Are you following me? Now, for instance, right here in the state of Oklahoma, in another part of the state, in the same church, same church, same group of people. I'll illustrate this for you, what I'm talking about now. Same group of people. Now, not the same night, but on different nights, but same church, same group of people. You know what I mean? Just like, for instance, we'd say right here in healing school. Now, not, not this happened, didn't happen the same day, but it happened here. Be the same thing, wouldn't it? See? All right, same people, same church building, same church people, you know, primarily. Might have been somebody else there and so on, but same church, same people, so on. Now, here I was preaching, and there was a fellow. We hadn't had anybody there on the stretcher, and there was a fellow lying on the stretcher. And just as I came to the close of my sermon, the word of the Lord came unto me saying. Now you say, how did it come? Now you see, the Lord will speak to every Christian in that still small voice here and here, you know. That's the way he talks to every Christian. But you see, in the Old Testament, you ever notice the prophet would say, you know, he'd say, the word of the Lord came unto me saying. You know, again and again, he'd say that. It, that, that comes a little different. It's, it's almost like somebody talking to you. Sometimes it'll come like somebody speaking right over your shoulder almost. And, and, and it, it seems to come out here somewhere, but into your spirit, not necessarily into your head or your mind. It, it's different. It, it's, it's more powerful than that still small voice that speaks to you, you see. And sometimes it is on the inside of you, but it's like a voice spoke up in there, you see. And, and so the word of the Lord came unto me saying, to minister to that fellow, don't touch him, don't pray for him. Tell the congregation ahead of time you're going to speak to him, tell him get up and walk, and he's going to get up and walk off the hill right there in front of everybody. And he did. He did. I said, he did. Now, here's what I'm saying to you, though. Here in that same meeting, here's a woman they bring in that's not lying on a stretcher. This man couldn't walk because he's bed fast, been bed fast for months, and, and was dying. He's too weak. He can't get up. Now, the woman can't walk because she's crippled. And doctors said that she'll never walk again. Best doctors in the state of Oklahoma. Specialists said she'll never walk again. 
Never, 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 never. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Doing the Works of Jesus package. This offer is stuffed full of tools that will guide you in ministering to others as Jesus does. You'll receive seven separate mini-books, Unforgiveness, Ministering to the Brokenhearted, and Showdown with the Devil, all by Kenneth W. Hagan, and How to Walk in Love, Plead Your Case, God's Medicine, and the Bible Way to Receive the Holy Spirit, all by Kenneth E. Hagan. And you'll receive the four CD series you're listening to now, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1, in its entirety. This is a great offer. To order now, please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rhema.org to order if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call to arms this week. Oh, the, yeah, it's going to be a great time. I know. I'm excited. Are you ready? About, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Our speakers, Pastor Andy Thompson and mm-hmm. Bishop Dale Bronner, myself, Craig, yes. and then all of these workshop speakers that we have. We're doing power workshops on the power of finances with Don Burns, our son-in-law. We're doing power of leadership with Kelly Riggs and the power family with Tim Redwood. It is going to be fantastic. You're going to want to get here. There's still time to get here. Yes. So come on, go sign up. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on doing the works of Jesus. We'll pick up with this great message then. So join us 